Hello, and thank you so much for joining us once again. It is the Nightly Pleasures Podcast. I'm your host and the author of the piece you're about to hear today, The Grey Knight. You can call me Daddy. I, I, usually, I usually give people an out after that one because it makes people uncomfortable, but screw it. Because this week, I am Daddy. I feel so languid. I feel so loose. I feel I feel like my shoulders have come down to a level that I didn't know they could come down to cuz I have been engaged in this hardcore BDSM session for about 2 weeks now as of recording this. And like you know, my senpai has been spanking me really really hard, but he tells me that I'm a good boy after every single attempt. I am, of course, talking about Elden Ring. Jap- Japanese Japanese daddy knows how to make a game real, real hard. And I mean, not only has the game been fun and interesting, and I've really enjoyed it, and actually hasn't been as bad as previous uh, entries, like they said, but the one thing I want to say going into this game that I, I didn't think I was going to be able to get to play, and it runs well, it's beautiful, and it's really enjoyable, and all the rest. Uh, I, I really quite like a review site called Rock Paper Shotgun. I, I just enjoy them. I always have. Uh, they keep changing staff members. They keep changing layouts. And I keep sticking with them because I like how they talk about video games overall. And those assholes lied to me. <laughs> they said this game would be about 30 hours long. Uh, they said it could be longer, but it'd be about 30 hours long. Ladies, I'm not... I'm not exaggerating when I say I'm already 50 hours into this goddamn thing. I can only play it for a few hours a day, and then I need to put it down because my blood pressure gets too high. I, I'm i 50 hours into this thing. There's a whole lot of game left at the time of recording this. There's a fair bit of fucking game left, and then there's going to be more game after that because I always miss things in these games. I don't think I'm going to do it all. But, like, it's incredible. It's just incredible, the sense of awe that it's given me. And, I, I mean, video games... Open world video games are kind of hacky to play it out at this point, I think. Uh, and then this just totally restored a sense of awe and wonder. It made me smile so deep. And just, I mean, I've been talking about Ahedonia and how depression lingers and all the rest. And some days when I wake up, I don't even feel like playing this game, how good it is. How much I'm enjoying it and how much you can hear it. I don't want to put on a show, even if I'm, like, a couple of episodes into a season or something and I'm enjoying it. There's a real reluctance to me some days when I wake up. And I think it's just the fatigue of everything going on. I think it's just the stress, anxiety built up. But it is there. And I do have to, in the same way I have to push myself over a hill to start brushing my teeth some days, in the same way I have to push myself up a hill to do the dishes some days, I have to get myself revved up, and I have to get ready to play a game and enjoy it. And that is silly. I know that. But you know what's sillier? Not playing it. Not enjoying it. And then getting all frustrated and depressed and anxious because you're not spending your time off well. So I'm trying to treat myself as well as I possibly can. I went a little overboard on this one because I didn't expect to be having as much fun as I did. I got about 15, 20 hours in, and then the whole game, like, really started to click. I know how that sounds. But, like, when I first play one of these games, they're kind of obtuse with the control schemes and everything. 
And so I'm using a two, big old two-handed weapon because I'm, I'm just having a great time. Uh, <laughs> I didn't plan on using a two-handed weapon, but I never fucking found a one-handed way. So I have this huge, huge boat anchor that I'm just sticking up every dragon I meet's asshole. I'm having just a fantastic time with that running around. And I mean, I <laughs> when you first... Get off your horse. This game's fucking amazing. After you've been jousting with enemies and stuff on horseback, you know, sometimes the guy will only be holding his two-handed weapon with one hand. You're like, okay, well, I want you to use both hands. And so to remember that, it's like, okay, hold down left trigger and then press up on the directional pad, not the joystick, the directional side. And then we go away. Okay, and now we got to switch that back. And ooh, 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 that's kind of scary. And like, that's how it feels for the first couple of hours. And then you get to a certain point in the game where you're just all like, <laughs> you're just like, summons, two hand, one hand, switch weapon, switch weapon, roll, roll, roll. New potion. No, 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 not that potion. The other potion. Yeah, that's the one. Ah, go, 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 go. Okay, now, uh, I mean, it's just amazing. It's just amazing. It makes me feel so good to be playing something like this again. I have not played a video game in many a year. I think I think maybe since Skyrim. This is like the most into it I've ever I've I've been since Skyrim. So that's really saying something. I'm pretty sure. Just the sense of awe and my mouth dropping open and everything else. And I mean, I ordered burritos from my hole in the wall to get delivered. I I got beer. I re- I I I I had uh, TV shows that are like light comedies and stuff to watch afterwards. I I didn't force myself to write some days. I mean, I really took time off to play this video game in a way that a single guy is allowed to. But like, I just know. Even the more understanding ones, I just know the girlfriends I've had would just be up a fucking wall with this shit. Like, <laughs> even the ones who liked watching me play and stuff would be losing their minds. <laughs> and it feels wonderful. So that's where daddy's been. Daddy's uh, offline. It's, uh, it's, really, uh, it's really invigorated uh, my, my love for gaming and uh, made me all the more curious, even with all the logistical issues, to, to get another gaming PC and you know come back to streaming and that sort of thing. Definitely not to stream this kind of game. <laughs> I actually would be fine with it. Uh, one last little note about how my my temperament's improved a lot since I started playing these games, and I I got a pretty good uh, I got a pretty good indicator of it because I've been playing these games for a little over a decade now. Um, uh, and that is, Mrs. Kitty would disappear <laughs> when I got a From Software game, uh, and uh, that's the name of the company that makes them. And <laughs> like, I get it. She would disappear, and then she'd come back later in the day when it was no longer time to be gaming. Uh, if you think one of these fucking games is hard, if you've ever played one of these games, you know what's even harder? You know what you know really amps up that difficulty? Having an old lady cat sleeping in your lap while you're doing a boss fight. That's not an exaggeration. That actually happened. And she slept there for 45 minutes. And guys, I wasn't doing that great. So I was definitely cursing at least a little bit. <laughs> definitely grumbling and she stayed curled up sleeping on my lap stretching the whole way through i finally had to move her about an hour in i only give her about an hour of lap time a day otherwise she would take so much more and uh honestly her curling up and being asleep and and shit and like wanting to be in the room while i'm playing this game (sighs) validating validating because other people like 
destroy their controllers. Some people, like, destroy their fucking, like, computers when they play these games. They rage so hard. And, I mean, the games are dick punchers. You you do sign up, even if you don't have a dick. I know how that sounds, but you have an ethereal dick. And, like, that's the one that gets punched. These games are dick punchers. So I really have, you know, enjoyed it. But at the other end, I got out of this little mini staycation, and I just... I'm so proud of me. I had so much fun with it. I hope every single person listening has something in their life as unexpected as this game has been for me. Just an absolute joy. Okay, I think that's going to have to fucking do it for the intro. (sighs) Send in your questions. Send in your requests. Send them all in. And here, enjoy this next piece. What are you doing? What do you mean, stop? Stop! What do you mean? What's happening here? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't think so. No. No. Mm-mm-mm-mm. You're just teasing me. You are. You're just teasing me, and I'm not going to have it. Uh-uh. I'm not putting on a voice. Are you putting on a voice? Oh, I don't think so. Mm -mm. Uh Uh-uh. You are just trying to get me to make advances on you. You don't want it to be easy. Mm -mm. All the things I do to you, and you still don't want to be easy for me. Why is that? Mm Mm-mm. Mmm, doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Look at you. You are. You are. You are being a little tease right now. Uh-uh. Look at you pulling away from me. You're not even letting me drag you in, and you love it. <laughs> what? You're saying, I don't know if you want to be cuddled up with me. I don't know that? Oh, this is insane. You're just being difficult now. Why? 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 I don't think so. Uh Uh-uh. No, 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 no. See, my big, strong hands get to go over your shoulders, get to go over your wrists, get to go over your whole body, and then pull you back to me. Pull you right in and do what I want with you. Move my hands over your body in the best possible way. You know what way that is? Any way I want to. Every way I want to. The whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. I don't think so. Right here. Right here. Me moving my hands up and down your shoulders, your thighs, the whole of your little body. Mm, 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 mm. That's the best way to touch you. Don't you think? Oh my god, look at you. Mm, 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 mm. Baby, if your nipples were any harder, they'd be poking through your shirt. Uh Uh-huh. See, right here, I can see them very, very clearly. Are you going to tell me that that's not an erect nipple that I'm pinching? That I'm not tweaking it? Are you trying not to moan 
Are you trying not to give me any satisfaction? Is this some kind of game? Did Kim Kardashian put you up to something on social media this morning? What is happening here? You just want to be all kinds of difficult, huh? You want me to pry it out of you. Tweak, tweak, tweak. Mm-hmm. I can even... Uh, they're hard enough that I can nibble on them through. Uh-huh. And they're sensitive enough that you can't pretend. Otherwise, my God, it's like being a teenager all over again, just rubbing your breasts through the fabric. Mm. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Curling up with me, no bra on. You know exactly what you're doing to me. You know exactly what you do to me. Mm -mm -mm. Here you are pretending otherwise, but I do it to you, too. You're not the only one who gets to decide this, baby. You and me. Uh-uh, don't you dare stop pulling away. You will be right where I need you. You hear me? You'll be right where I need you. And I'll put you there every time you ask for it. Look at that. Uh-uh, he wants to play. You're not the only one with little things poking out. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. <laughs> yes, you can call it little all you want. I don't care. You can call it whatever size you want, because when it's inside you, you moan for me all the same, now don't you? When I fuck you, your insides, they turn to hot ribbons of flesh, do they not? So it doesn't matter what you call it, what you call me. I don't care. Mm-mm. I know exactly what I do to you, and if you're going to make me fight you for it, then I'll fight you for it. Then I'll make you admit you were wrong the whole way through. You hear me? The whole fucking thing. Mm -mm. You're definitely going to have to say you're sorry, Daddy, after this. <gasps> uh-huh. I just called myself Daddy out of nowhere. What are you going to do about it? Nothing, because your hips are starting to roll, aren't they? Oh, yes, they are. Look at that. Mm -mm -mm. You know, when I reach down here, I can see that you're very, very wet. You're very wet for me, aren't you? I said you're very wet for me, aren't you? Aren't you? Look at how easy that is for me to do. You are absolutely not going to be strong enough to push my hand away. I mean, you couldn't do it under the best of circumstances. Here I am, wanting to touch that pussy. See how hot you are. See how much you've been lying to me. Ah, uh, don't pout just because Daddy's so strong. But look at that. Mm -mm. I bet that pussy is just a little bit hotter and a little bit wetter than it was a moment before when you tried to use your wrist to stop me from feeling you, and you couldn't. Oh, isn't that horrible? Mm -mm. I love it. I won't tell anybody. I think it's so fucking 
hot, don't you? Don't you really? Come on. Oh, my goodness, you're such a little liar today. You want it all. Oh, yes, you do. Oh, yes, you do. Uh-huh. And I can prove it. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I can prove it so easily. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, getting that finger inside your pussy. Mm. 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 Nice and easy. Just the one, just the one swimming inside you. Oh, you're so wet for me. You're such a dirty thing, and you're so, so wet for me. Look at how wet you are. You dirty little liar. Trying to hide this? Is that what you were trying to do with all your nose? Trying to show just how much I turned you on doing nothing at all? Mm. That's got to be scary for you, you know. How much you're turned on by just being there with me. By just having a good time with me. That is definitely going to sting. Now, isn't it? Mm, especially when you're trying to be all proper and all prim and trying as hard as you can to just give me a little bit of brat. And yet, look at what I do to you with one finger. You're so wet. You're so wet. You're so fucking wet for me. Uh-huh. You love it, don't you? My eyes piercing down, looking at you, watching your body, darting back up to your face, making sure your eyes open wide, that your lips are getting heavier. Mm, mm, mm. I love what all of that blood does to your face. <laughs> I love heating you up. And I can tell every single part of you is losing your fucking mind. I love how I make your heart beat. How fast, how hard, how wet. Ah, fingering you as fast as I possibly fucking can now. Do you love it? Show me you love it. Show me you love that I have these big, strong hands. Show me that you love these big, strong arms. Come on, come on. Show me, show me the one way. Grip around it, grip around it, grip around it. Yes, you can. Don't worry, just focus. Grip my finger. Feel how wet you are for me. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Mm, staring right at you. Staring right at this pussy that I own. There it is. There it is. Who's going to be a good girl? There. There. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you come so hard for me. You lose your mind for me. You can't help it. One little finger inside you. After just a little bit of teasing. Uh-huh. My thumb coming up to... Stroke your clit just a little bit. Mm. I love 
falling into a rhythm of penetration with you. You're so good at it. You are. Uh-uh. You're very, very good at it. You grip me and release me, and you show me that you want me to stay at a certain pace. No. Playing with your pussy isn't just fun. It's an honor. It's why I put up with the rest of you and your personality. Mm, well, you did start it. Plus, this isn't technically a session, so I don't have to be nice all the way through even after hurting you. Now do I? Now do I? Now do I, you pretty little pussy? Oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to her. Hello. How are you? You're my favorite. You know why? Because you tell the rest of her what's what when it comes to me. I know that you're the part of her that when she smells me, mm -mm -mm, you tell her to get busy. And I appreciate you very much. Now, stop acting bratty and give to me. You hear me? You hear me? Again, I'm talking to your pussy lady. Could you butt out for just one second here? So, you, you cute little thing, you need to swallow all of me. Mm -hmm. You do, because look at what you've done. And you are, just as I said, wonderful at the rhythm. But boy, do you let your daddy suffer. I mean, I've been hard here for how long and you haven't even stroked it. You haven't even made an attempt. Uh-uh, uh-uh. How does it feel knocking your hands away and pushing you back? How does it feel to be turned on and told no? I bet it feels a lot more fun and relieving for me than you. Uh-huh. Are you going to stop pretending now? Are you going to stop pretending now? Are you going to stop fronting? Hey, Shorty, you done with the fronting? Are we really going to have fun? You mean it? You're not going to keep acting like a brat for no good reason, especially after you've come for some good reason? Ha, ha, ha. Well, then, let's do it. Uh-uh. Feel that. Feel it. Feel it against your goddamn pussy lips. Mm -mm. You're the one who did this, and I promise you, it has nothing to do with your little brat act. It has to do with how fucking hot I find you. How much I enjoy having this power and control over you. How much fun I have. Uh-huh. Mm, love sliding the head of my cock back and forth against your little juices. Mm, 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 mm. Isn't the anticipation almost better than the full thing? Just moving back and forth over those lips. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, my God. You're crazy for me. You are. You're crazy about me. And you're even crazier for me. Oh! Mm, how are you going to talk back with that inside you? We both know that you can't. Can you? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. 
Tell you what I do to you, breaking you open, throwing you around. Squeeze me. Come on. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> 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 
No. No, it wasn't that powerful of an orgasm. I just masturbated a few hours ago. Oh. Well, I didn't know you were going to be doing some little brat act. I didn't save anything up. Plus, you know, it's not really my A-game. I don't, uh, I don't particularly love it. You enjoy me. I like you most. When you show me. And here's hoping you enjoyed that piece. Guys, it finally happened after recording these things for years. I went through all of the questions. I did it the same way that I've always done it. And it deleted? I don't know what to say. It wasn't where it should have been, the file. Uh, so we're going to go through this again. But I've heard the questions, and so my normal charm and repertoire are not going to be there. Apologies, but uh, I don't like deceiving. So, uh, up first, we have a question from Printer, and um, she's too perceptive. Regarding the recent scrub a dub episode, mm -hmm. uh, where you dropped the line, I get my kicks above the waistline, <laughs> and that phrase really caught my attention. <laughs> so I have to know, was that an intentional reference to the 80s hit song, One Night in Bangkok? Or what? Thank you very much. Thank you, Printer. The answer is yes. I actually had just listened to the song before recording, so it must have been stuck somewhere in the back of my head. Uh, and then just real briefly, because I grew up with Kazaa uh, instead of money, when I downloaded things, I didn't always get the authentic version. And so I thought a version of that song was the real one, and it's not. And then when I heard the real one, it freaked me out. Ali! Uh oh. Ali! There she is. Hi, Jack. There she is. Here with some anonymous questions. <clears throat> Please excuse my voice. <laughs> Hi, Jack. I love it when you share articles about archaeology and ancient civilizations. If you could only choose three things to take with you to the afterlife, what would they be and why? Well, first off, I don't like the implication. Now, I came up with that joke the first time through, but I didn't deliver it nearly as well. And then I had a whole little rant about how you're going to need, like, a universal translator in the afterlife, because people already don't like learning languages as adults, so they'll imagine them as dead adults, and imagine them as dead adults for thousands of years. So you're gonna need a universal translator in the afterlife. And then I did a whole rant about how I don't even know what money they have there. So, like, you know, that's not going to be any good. And it's just gone for the ages. Aren't you so sad about it? Uh, what I did, little little behind the curtains here, uh, what I did uh, while I was vamping all of that was think about the Scythians and think about the most impressive uh, facts that I could think of. And I came up with the fact that Scythian women typically got pretty high in their society, or could get very high in their society, and were warriors sometimes. Uh, they were definitely some kind of political ruler and elite sometimes. Uh, just very cool, because, you know, we've, and we have evidence because we find them in burial mounds. And then I said, wouldn't it be great, like, if, if, if they put me in a burial mound, and then, like, they're uncovering the top half of me, right, down to the pelvis bone, which is still covered in dirt, 
And then like they're like, oh, this this gal was huge because there's all these dresses and ornate female jewelry inside of my <laughs> inside of my uh, inside of my little tomb. And then they uncover my pelvis and they're like, oh shit. And then for all of human history, I might be the first, and then maybe even the only, transvestite burial mound. And that's, of course, what everybody would call it, too. Like, whatever you, you know, you're going to try it. But, like, the idea of a giant man wearing a woman's dress and jewelry in a burial mound is like, well, he was clearly celebrated by somebody. What the fuck is going on here? Sounds like a lot of fun to me. Is there anyone you wish you could have as a guest on the podcast? Uh, I think I would actually really like to have a public health expert, a woman, uh, who has any kind of specialty in the psychological aspects of health. And not the namby-pamby, like, if you have sex, your life's better stuff, but, like, really has done research or tried to do research or tried to do analysis on BDSM in the brain, on... Uh, being spanked in the brain, uh, restraints and all the rest. Uh, yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Has there been a type of story or kink you never thought you'd make an audio <laughs> for, but eventually did? Do you guys, do you think that when I got up one morning, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to lick the shit out of right in front of my microphone and women are going to love it. Because I did not. That was never part of the plan. It just kind of happened. And here we are since. <laughs> it's so weird. If your life had a soundtrack, what music would you choose to play every time you walk into a room? So on this one, I, I waffled for quite a bit because it's too much power to give somebody. Uh, and, then I, and then I realized, like, well, we all have phones, so we could all have fanfare if we wanted it, and we're not choosing to do it, except for that one asshole on the bus. So, obviously, because it's so much power and nobody else is doing fanfare, you go with the most annoying song you possibly can, and then after vamping a little bit, I realized, oh, wait, I should just do a callback and say, and say, <laughs> and say One Night in Bangkok. You have discovered a beautiful island upon which you may build your own society and you can even make the rules. <laughs> What's going to be the first rule you put into place? I love, I love the distinction between you get to build your own society and also you get to make the rules. I, I don't know what you think societies are, man, but it's basically just the rules and enforcement as far as I can tell. So, <laughs> uh... I went off on a little rant about Jared Leto and how much he freaks me out that he, like, gets in, like, white robes with his followers. And then I talked about a guy who I'm not sure I'm going to be getting all that right. He's French. He goes by the name Alphine. He's a scammerama. He's a scam artist, always has been. He got famous by, uh, by cheating, almost certainly, to get some world records in video games, and they use that to... to to basically uh, further himself. And, he, he, you know, he was an influencer in the video game streaming world before there was. And the last I heard of him was years ago. But he bought some medical facility in, I want to say, Germany? Some dilapidated 
uh, or, you know, abandoned medical, like a clinic or a nursing home or something like that. And then he lived there with his fucking fans. That's the last I heard. And everything I heard about that, I couldn't read too much because it's like a horror movie happening in slow motion, except it's happening to real people. So, yeah. And I mean, like, did you learn nothing from Tiger King? Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to have control. I have control and dominion over myself. That's already going pretty poorly some days, you know? Some days, some days I have dominion over myself and I'm like, you should do a lot of things and a lot of things should be better. And then I'll just play a fucking video game, you know? So, eh, you know, I don't, I don't really want to, eh. I'll temporarily take control over your body for periods of time with, uh, with, with the ability to, to, to give your body and your mind back to you at the end of the day, uh, at the end of the session. <laughs> How does that sound? And final question. The 2022 bingo card is pretty full already, <laughs> so it's only a matter of time. In a zombie apocalypse, what would be your weapon of choice? Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Allie. Thank you, all the gals who sent in anonymous questions. Again, I am sorry that I'm kind of breezing through them. Uh, since I have answered them before, but I really do appreciate you all, and this is me trying to, trying to show you with a good attitude and everything, like, you know, <clears throat> let's, let's face facts, there's a period of my life, uh, where the illness was so bad and the temperament wasn't there, um, that, like, I just wouldn't do it, I'd be like, fuck it, and I just wouldn't do it. So, to be back here again, I'm not asking anybody to wash my feet or blow me or anything over it, but it feels good. And the thing that I can't do authentically a second time around is something that I very much wanted to do at the end of this podcast and I got into. So uh, as I answer your your zombie question, uh, uh, I just wanted to say that I feel a real sense of gratitude. And everywhere I look these days in the news, just like the, just like the person said, there's just a lot of extra death. And there's subjects that people don't want to talk about anymore about it. There's all new stuff popping up. But everywhere around me, in these questions, you can tell, <laughs> even, there's a sense of existentialism, of mortality. And, you know, I, I got through my, my darkest, I think, I'm pretty sure, darkest days with everything going on with this situation, no matter how it develops. I think I've made my peace with that. And since I did, since I felt like I got my revelation or I got to the center of my, my darkness uh, and started making my way back out, I have found, even on the worst days, even on the most frustrating days, a sense of gratitude and purpose that I've never had in my life before. I have a happiness. I have a peak, P-I-Q-U-E, of self-esteem. That while everything is nuts, and while people are really struggling, that I get to make people happy. I get to make women really happy. I get to make some women extraordinarily happy. And I get to do it safely. My way. I get to do it without a boss over my shoulder. I get a lot of really good things in this life. And it feels good to say that, and it feels good to try and earn it a little bit. 
And anybody who's said something encouraging in the last couple of months, who's commented that I, that I seem better, that I seem stronger, um, just thank you. Because it was unsolicited. Uh, I mean, I didn't ask for tell me I say stronger once in a while. But I mean, it, it, the, the compliments and the encouragement have been wonderful. And I just want to keep going with it. So if I can, if I can give you all anything other than there were technical issues, but I'm still here and I'm doing it to the best of my ability. And it, it, it was no hair off my ass. Uh, that feels great. Go me. And thank you all for encouraging it, for seeing it. Really, truly appreciate you. Okay, so the answer is sledgehammer. Beat the fucking shit out of the zombies with a sledgehammer. Obviously. Duh. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? I just played this game called Dismantled uh, with a Y. Uh, and it's it's all about the zombie apocalypse. And it was a lot of fun. You, you slowly upgrade your weapons. Uh, and the game had a fun little trade-off system where, like, your weapons also destroy the shit out of everything else in the world. So your crowbar can also take out, you know, a chain link fence instead of a zombie head as well. And so you slowly progress up different weapon trees, like, oh, now I've got an axe, yay. Uh, but then, like, the axe isn't as good as your steel pole, la da la da la da So the answer is sledgehammer. We're just going to straight Peter Gabriel it all the way through the zombie apocalypse. Why? I can already swing a sledgehammer with one arm. That's without practice. So I, I'm going to just, I'm going to just straight bunny foo-foo my way through a zombie apocalypse between the patience and the upper body strength. You understand, the first weapon that I'm employing in a zombie apocalypse is my patience. I'm definitely gonna let, you know, let's just, let's just face facts. Like 70% of men get bit, but only like 50% of women are. Like, it's gonna be a significant, you know it's gonna be a significant deal. You know women again gun get as bit as much as men. You've just, you've, you're living through the apocalypses. <laughs> You're watching it happen. <laughs> you you know what's up. Let's just face facts. And so, like, I'm, you know, point one, patience. I'm just going to sit inside while there's a zombie apocalypse flaring up outside. And then point two, batter up. Absolutely. Just going to smack some goddamn... Goddamn heads open with them. I, I think legitimately a bludgeon weapon in a zombie apocalypse, I've thought about this a lot, is actually, like, gonna be your most effective by a fairly wide margin. Uh, not to be too gross on a sexual podcast, but when I think about, like, all of the bloating, and I think about, like, all of, you know, the gas pressures building up inside those corpses, I'm betting you can get a couple of heads to pop off just by slamming someone with, like, a kidney shot. With, like, a shovel or something. You know? You have enough surface area or something. You hit some, ba-boom. And, like, the head will just, just pop right off. They don't show you that in the movies because special effects budget would be too crazy. All right. That's the show. We did it again. We're going to do it again. Come out to a live show sometime. 10 Easton, send in requests. They're a lot of fun. The Bad Boys Are Werewolf has been so enjoyable. It really has been for me, and I'm just like, well, how's it gonna get wilder from here every few chapters? Uh, yeah, send in the requests, send in the questions, commissions, dates, all of it open, doing quite well with it. Ahead of the game. For the first time ever in my name, I'm staying ahead of the game. Isn't that nice? I think so. Thank you, girls, and have a wonderful rest of your week ahead of you. <laughs>